tonight I want to start discussing with you on what I call the entrance into the power of God the entrance into the power of God after we look at the entrance into the power of God we look at operating in the power And then in the week, as we go on, we'll look at the manifestations of the power. You know, we know that <clears throat> in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 28, shall we read it together, please? Shall we together, please? Let's read it again, please. Now, let's look at the next verse, please. And then what will happen? major areas I want to focus on throughout this period. The first one is not the pouring out of the Spirit, but the last sentence. Why will God pour out His Spirit? Because a dreadful day is coming. You need to understand the word dread. When Job had his calamity, he said what I dreaded most had fallen on me. A day of dreadful judgment of God. When mercy is not mentioned with God. Mercy is disconnected from God. Because he did not sit. He will not sit on that day for mercy. He will sit on that day as a judge. Judges don't consider mercy. They consider the book. The law. The dreadful day of the Lord is the time when Jesus will come again and will judge mankind. He, will, he does not care what you think, what you believe, what you don't believe, what you do, what you don't do. That will not be brought before him. You cannot plead before him. It's not a court that you can plead. It's a court where you carry your life in your hand and approach the judgment seat. You will know all what you have done wrong without anybody telling you. Because you are now a spirit. And by yourself, you will read the judgment that befits you. That day will be very dreadful to many. Many who are natural today, they will fall into a, a world of bereavement. 
that they would never be able to get out from for eternity, for the rest of their existence. It's a time of great torture where all your academic knowledge fails you. You will know that your academic knowledge is nothing. You know, it's like somebody who was caught by the police in Texas State. I could compare that with. And you are caught in active killing of somebody. Once you are caught, if you are the president or the assistant president or the wife of the president, you are caught in the act. The sentence is hot Even if the whole nation plead for you, you will be killed. You have to be killed back because if they don't kill you, then they have breached the law and they have given room to what is called floodgates of crime, of such. It becomes legitimate. So is the dreadful day of God. I want to say this before we go into the power, which is the prime thing we are looking at. Why would God say, I will pour my spirit? It's because of the dreadful day that is coming. A day where there is no father, no mother, no wife, no husband, but you will stand. The young will stand, the old will stand, babies will stand. As long as you are born before that judgment, you will stand in the presence of God. I want this to work in your mind throughout my teaching. Because what I want to introduce you to today will answer the question why many people go to church and they are called Christians and yet they cannot operate the power of God. That is my focus this, this, this evening. Now, we know that Jesus said, Not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of my Father. But those who do the will of my Father in heaven, not as they define it, but as the Father defines his will. Am I talking to you? Those who do the will of my Father, not as we have known it by our definition, but as the Father himself has defined. And the Father's definition of his will is so clear. It's written black and white in the scriptures. If we decide to interpret it wrongly, you cannot have that as an excuse. If you decide to believe a wrong interpretation of him, the Father's will, he cannot excuse you on that judgment. Because the Father will help you, and I know that He gave you common sense. He gave us brain to read. If we can read other things and understand them that give us prosperity or money, then the simple thing which is written in the Word of God, anybody who says he doesn't know is a lie. Really, in the conscience of man, He had created eternity, says the Word. So that in your conscience, you know that there's a God somewhere, and your spirit is looking for that God. You know that there's a vacuum inside your soul that needs to be filled. So whether you feel this is what I was taught, this is not what I was taught, it will not stand for you on the dreadful day. Whatever pain you go through in this world is temporary. If you go through sickness, it's temporary. If you go through, you know, loss, it's temporary. You know, some pain you can remedy them, some pains you cannot remedy them. Am I talking to you? How many people disappointed you? You disappointed? Forget it. When you stand before God, you will know what you have done wrong. And you will admit it without anyone telling you to admit it. It is a judgment seat. It is the greatest supreme court where you don't need anyone to plead for you. Nobody pleads for anybody. 
because everybody will stand. Anybody who goes to that court is already condemned. That's why you went there. Those who are not condemned will not find themselves there. Am I talking to you? You will find yourself in another court where it is called the court of compensation. But the court that we are talking about that is a dreadful day. The court that anybody who is found washing his robes in the blood of the Lamb will not be particular. <clears throat> so I, I first say to all of you, as I said yesterday in our meeting on Sunday, and I've said it again and again for the past three months, repeating the same word, that make sure you are fully born again. Not just coming to church. Make sure you are truly born again. If you are truly born again, you will not need to be judged. Am I talking to you now? Now, for every one of you who have truly accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I take you on a journey for five days. The word that I'm speaking to you are true and, and the testimony is true. The Lord revealed to me concerning why believers, many people who believe in Christ, end up in hell. He also revealed to me, even ministers, a lot of ministers, top names, end up in hell. Which is contrary to the will of the Father, and it is connected to why, when you are on earth, you cannot have true relationship with God and manifest God. So if you can, if you and I can cross that bridge, you know, of the relationship and manifesting God, because I mean, if the Lord loves you, there are promises He made, and those promises should happen to you if we truly love God. If those promises do not happen to you, then your love for God is questionable. Am I talking sense? If God says something will happen to you in relationship, it doesn't happen to you, then something is wrong with you, not with the with with God or the Word. So because of this dreadful day, then verse 28 came. It says, After all, I will pour out my Spirit upon all people, which is the church. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, and old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see vision. So, which means that before that dreadful day, God will distinct on earth those who belong to him by these things. Am I talking to you? So it is essential for all of us who believe in him to manifest those things. It is a proof that we belong to him. Especially in these last days. You know, the last days will happen before the dreadful day will come. Am I talking to you now? So, I know you, you are very, very much, you guys are quite very learned. And so I'll be talking very much intellectually today. I want us to, to scrutinize every word and form a sentence and know generally, have, have a general consensus as what the Bible is saying. So God said through Joel, God will pour his spirit upon all his children. Sons and daughters will prophesy, old men will dream dreams, and young men will see vision. Now, let me see. What are the things? What, what, is the, what is the entrance into this power of God? Or what are the elements a person needs to be fulfilled to fulfill to be able to enter into this realm of God? 
we look at the book of John, we'll look at the testimony of John only in this. It says in John chapter 14, verse 21. John 14, 21. Shall we read it together, please? Excuse me. If we look at these scriptures, I call John chapter 14 standard requirements. Jesus said, Whoever has my command and obeys them, it's your voluntary decision to obey. Correct? Nobody forces you to obey his command. I understand he's talking about the Bible, the command of Jesus in the Bible. I'm not talking about further instructions, but the command. That is the statute book of God. If you have it, and if you love God, you will obey it. You will obey it, not because you felt compelled. It will be a spontaneous reaction from you because of the love you have for God. Which means that that love translates into fear of God. Is that correct? I love my God so much, I don't want to offend Him. Anything He says, I do it. We are in agreement. So, which means, therefore, that ministers should not be having headache about people just obeying God. Correct? So, if a minister struggles with people obeying God, it's because he has a bunch of people who do not love God. Am I talking? Jesus said, Whoever has my command and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. So crying and weeping before God doesn't show love. It's just emotional breakdown. Whereas those who truly love, sometimes their love for Jesus breaks their emotion. Am I talking with you? You will not miss God, Christ with Abanako. He says, He who loves me will be loved by my Father. Let's look at that word. For God to love anybody, it is, the, it is determined by how much you love His Son. How much you love His Son is determined by your obedience to what the Son said. That's what we are read so far. Are we in agreement? So, and then he says, I too. Why didn't Jesus say that if you love me, I will love you and my father too? He should have said that. But that's not how it works. No. The son don't love you first, but the father. It is the father's love that brings the son along. The son don't love you first. Did you not read it that why Jesus came to the world is not because he loved the world, but because the Father loves the world, so the Son has to give his life. For God so loved the world. And Jesus said he has come to obey the beatings of the Father. The prominence of the Father cannot be underestimated in the Bible. The reason why many don't get what the Bible says is that they, they don't understand it. It says here, 
Whoever has my command and obeys them, that's the man who loves me. Truly. And says, He who loves me will attract the gravity of the love of God, the Father. Then I too will follow that gravity. Not only that, I love this scripture. It says, I too will love him and then show myself to him. This is the prayer that Moses was praying in Exodus 33. From verse 13, he says that, Teach me your ways, O God, that I may continue to find favor before you. Then in verse 15 to 16, he says that, if your, if your presence does not go with me, don't send me. And in verse 18, he says, Show me your glory. This is what Jesus is saying. You see, what Moses prayed for, after seeing all signs and wonders, that's when he prayed for this. Parted the Red Sea and all these miracles happened. Then he recognized this. I will together now. So, loving God can only be shown by loving Jesus. And that's the reason why God, when you love Jesus, God will love you. But if you love Jesus, you will fear Him as to obey Him. Don't care about what people say. Remember, I started with you that there's a dreadful day coming. May any one of us not be part of the dreadful day. Because at the same time, there are two camps of human beings. Some will be rejoicing and receiving reward in the court of compensation, while others are directed straight away to the path of the dreadful judgment of God. And there is no choice. There is no choice. It is a willing decision of each person. Because once that day comes, you are out of your body, you will know everything you have done. Even when you did not accept, you will just accept it <laughs> automatically. Because now you are no more in control. That's your leg, where you use it to walk to. You will just know everything. And remember everything very well. Your eyes, what you use it to see. When your eyes saw what you imagine in your brain, that nobody saw it. You know, today I was alone. I was, you know, speaking to the Holy Spirit on this meeting this week. This is going to be a great time. Amen. This week, I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. There are some things I've shared with you. Some of you were in time to that experiences. Amen. And the Holy Spirit told me that, do you know what stealing is? And when the Holy Spirit asks you a question like that, you know, He asks according to your knowledge. I recognize that the Lord does not want me to tell Him as a layman, but as a law person. And I say it's appropriating someone else's property with intention to deprive him permanently. And he said, yes. He said, go and teach my people. He said, do you know what the consequence of stealing is? You know, something with the Lord is that sometimes when you are in his presence, you know, I told you encounter before that, he told me you can't get it wrong in my presence. When I thought I got it wrong and I was rejoicing. And I said, death. He said, yes. And he said, and God has not changed from it. But then, I asked, why are people not dying now? In the church. Because he gave me the first example. When Ananias and Sapphira sold their property. 
and then they will it to God. They sold it because they will it to God. So from the time of decision that this is the Lord's, it has become the Lord. The power or the right of ownership has been transferred. And when they came, they took part of it and they gave the rest. And they asked me, what did they do? They stole from God. They, what happened? They died. They said that death is still the consequence of killing. And then it gave me Zechariah. I'll teach you about that sometime. Very, very deep. He gave me many scriptures. And then he said to me that the reason why some of you die suddenly. And my jaw dropped. So the question, why don't you then let them die in church? He said, because of your system of the world today. If somebody died in church today, he will not go escape the law. They will do probe. They want to know why he died. And they will put the church in ridicule. But however, sentence of the spirits will always catch up with people. He said, why do many die young? He said, watch it. Teach them for me, he said. Some are having argument over tight or no tight. Let me tell you, when we die, no argument. For me, I will do what is written. I don't care what people say. Because when we die, we bear our name. My wife cannot change my will when it comes to God. And she must never accept me to change her will. I will not. When it comes to God. Because when we die, no Mr. and Mrs. Am I talking to you? Okay. So, let's just deal with this. I will talk to you about that sometime. And I think I will open myself to scrutiny. And any cross-examination of questions from anybody. When we come into this. Same thing when you steal from people who look at the sentence of stealing together. And what is stealing really too from the scriptures. And so this scripture tells you and I that one thing, you must love Jesus. You just must love Jesus. You know, if you see apostle all the time running helter skelter, oh, this one has an issue on there, oh, there's a meeting here, I want to go, you know, to encourage God's people, uh, the idea of, uh, of uh, function people go, I remain, just to see the end, to help people there, and do the work of God, and say, oh, this man doesn't get tired, I get tired, to say I don't get tired, that's a lie, that is untrue, not a lie, because you are not deliberate, it's untrue, am I talking to you? But I do, I do those things because I know one day, one day, we will stand before the one who sent us. And I know that I will not give him the record of surveying or highway engineering or law or theology or anything I do. Overseer, not overseer, bishop, archbishop, it doesn't matter to him. That day, I will give account to how many people did he record for me to help that I helped. How many people did he assign me to give my time to? And I did. Whether I'm tired or not tired, it's not issue. That day, I will carry it in my hand. How many church services are attended? 
and committed myself to the service. How many places I went, which he sent me, not where he didn't send me. That's the reason why I turned down so many invitations. My, my, my email is full of invitations all over the world. I look at the invitation. Did he send me there? Because if I went to Jamaica at the time God needed me in Kenya, hmm? the people God needed me to attend to in Kenya would be there without the service. All what I did in Jamaica, God may raise the dead, heal the cripple, and do all manners of miracles because of his name. However, they are not recorded into my file. Because in Jamaica is only one soul that God wanted me at that time to have preached to. And he would have been an evangelist through my, my preaching, gossip, and for the whole of Sahara region. And I missed it. So on that day, those of us who are who are, have, are not going to dreadful, dreadful judgment, and we are in his judgment, you know, what will happen is that many will cry and weep that if I had known, I would have stayed where you sent me. If God sent me to pastor 20 people, that 20 people, I must pastor them and take them to heaven, deliver them to Jesus Christ. It does not mean that I have to have 1,000 people or 2,000, 1 million. It's irrelevant. The greatest scientists are not people who have names. Am I talking to you? So whether I have name or don't have name is useless before that system. So, you and I have a mandate but one. To love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. You want to enter the power? I'm showing you the entrance. Because at that entrance, the Father will welcome you with love. That you have never seen before. And before the Father, behind him is the Son, and in him is the Holy Spirit. Am I talking to you? Let's look at the second scriptures. We are talking about the entrance into God's power. Second scriptures is John 14. You know, in this one that we are living, John 14:21, it says. And, and I will show, and I too will love him and show myself to him so that Jesus will reveal himself to you because you love him. It, it's, it's very good now. That's very true now. If you love a friend, what do you do? You just say to the friend, come, come, come and see my house. Come, come. He will come to your house, you give him a big dinner. It doesn't matter what the friend is. Especially if the one you love now is so, so rich and so influential and so. And you have been loving him, and you will be loving him, and you show him love in a strange land, and he says, okay, one day, come on, let's go to my house. And then you get to his house and discover the guards that are all there, are saluting the gold and everything, and the myriads of people who are bowing when he's passing. And because he's holding your hands, those who are bowing will bow to both of you as you are passing. All his servants will be very waiting to serve you. Anything he says... Before he mentions it, they give it to you with honor. Really, after that visitation to his house, and you go, if those servants meet you anywhere, they bow to you. So it is with Jesus. We show myself, he said. Christians should desire that more than miracles. Am I talking to you? Let's look at the second scriptures. The same chapter 14, from verse 23. 
It says in verse 23, um, Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, okay, let's read it together, please. I think this is a progression now. The first one, he says, I will show myself to you if you love me. And the second one, he says that my father and I will make our home. So it means that they will invite you to their home first. Because if they now visit your home, they have to invite you to their home. Someone does not, vi- someone does not invite you to his home and he won't visit your home. It's reciprocal. Isn't it? The one who knocks your door will not be demon. Because they will see angels are on God. Because you love the Lord. Excuse me. But let's explore this very well. The first one said, if you, obey my, you will obey my command. Isn't it? And the second one says, you will obey my teaching. What's different from teaching and command? Command is an instruction. But teaching is illustration. Teaching doesn't command you. If in teaching you see a command, it will be the conclusion of the teaching. Alright? Command is don't touch this man. And that's it. Why I should not touch him? Command does not give that. Don't go out with that person. That's command. Why should you not go out Command does not cover that. However, what the Bible is saying here is very clear. Whether you have illustration or explanation of why you should not do something or not, the Bible says don't touch, don't touch, finish. Don't touch, don't touch, finish. And I say to people who have been slain, slain by COVID, because when COVID finished, Satan now decided to destroy human beings. And he's succeeding. Some people who lean to the fact that they should be working from home, many of them do not recognize that when you wake up in the morning, going out gives you long life. Physically going out. So it's shortening the lives of many. Because they sit when they, at home, they don't go to work, they sit at home for work. So they said that people are now believing that that's, that is comfortable. As you sit at home from work, your heart rate is going down. Your blood pressure is going up. Diabetes is increasing because you are not really moving. And many sicknesses of heart disease started to happen among people who didn't have it before. It's global medical record, I'm telling you now. And some people have been used to it. So in another words, they are used to suffering into death before their time. Then, people who go to church... Some of them now, every time they should be in church, they will be watching on Zoom or on YouTube. Ignoring that God commanded, do not withdraw from gathering together. Yeah? Because I'm not going to go into that now. I will, maybe before we finish, I'm going to show you a few scriptures. God commanded you not to forsake the garden of one another. So, if you don't go to the house of God, how can God come to your house? 
I will not need to educate us that God referred to his temple as his house from Genesis to Revelation. Even the temple in heaven. You have just read in the Revelation when the angel was sent to send the seven bowls of wrath. God filled the temple. Nobody entered it until the angels came back. You just read it in the Revelation, isn't it? Are you talking? Are you looking at me like that? Yes? If you don't say yes, I know you didn't read it then. Yes or no? Huh. Are you who didn't say yes? I saw you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Command does not explain why. But teaching will tell you conformity with the world is enmity to God. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. But command says, he that is he that loves the world, he said, do not love the world. Alright? And then teaching tells you, he that loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And then teaching went to the sea, for everything in the world, passion of life, loss of your eyes, will all wipe away. That's what teaching tells you. So a Christian, therefore, who loves God, will demonstrate two things. Whatever he commands, you don't ask why. You just do it. And whatever it teaches you, you keep it in your heart, not in your mind. When you keep things in your mind, you will soon forget them. But what is in your heart is what drives your life. Am I talking to you? Am I talking to you? I'll ask you a question here. It's... Um, it's um, in the in a, in a, uh, doctor I know where's doctor I know now uh, doctor I know yeah we did here 50 years today and your wife says something I don't know whether people who were there listened when she was up to speak doctor I know the wife said I love my husband I love everything about him even the bad part yes isn't he doctor the woman People don't understand. How many of you are married? Your wife or your husband do have bad part? Stand up and tell me. Why is there have bad part? If your husband or wife do have bad part, I say to you that you should have. That's why you, should, you agree in everything since you married till now. No, 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 at all. Eh? You didn't have any no. Anything your husband says, robotic. I would have said that you are the AI before the AI came. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But what makes a good home is because both good and bad, you love it. Sometimes the part, the part you call bad, some people are praying that may God give them wife that will look like that. A husband that would do like that because he helps them to rethink and save them from loss and disaster. Am I talking to you now? So, those of you who are still thinking of marriage, you better get ready for the good and the bad. When the bad comes, you cannot be angry, you can only just manage it and swallow it and take the water of good, drink of ice. <laughs> Amen. 
Hallelujah. Especially those of you who are still, you are still a few days in your marriage or a few years in your marriage. So we understand, we use these things to illustrate us to us what teaching us. Teaching is from, from preaching. Jesus will go into the world and he will just speak. And he will come back home and teach the disciples. Like so those things I said, this is the meaning. The parable I said there, now you should know. He says, to you is revealed the secret of the kingdom. So he says, if anyone loves me, and that's a condition, the word if, he will obey my teaching. It's interesting that Jesus didn't say my teachings. He should have said my teachings because he taught many things. But all what Jesus taught you is the kingdom. Is the kingdom. I know something that the Lord made me realize one day. The Lord asked me, which of the things I told you to do benefit me? The Lord asked me. Show me one thing I told you to do that benefits heaven. He said, all what you do don't affect heaven. It doesn't make God. It doesn't help God. It doesn't diminish God. God is just God. And the order of heaven without whatever you do or you don't do does not add values to heaven. It does not deduct from heaven's value. And he said that, so what I told you to do, what is it, who does it affect? I said me. For whose reason? For me. Everything God says do, do. You do it, you get the benefit. You don't do it, you regret it. The Lord said to me that, let the people know that. Someone says, I won't serve God anymore. When you die, you will serve what you have been serving. Or in pain, dreadful day. That's why if somebody just lived like, it, if somebody who I know that you are a leader, you know, we have been together for a time. If you stop coming to church, I won't talk to you. I won't ask you about it. Mm-mm, I won't. Even if you decide to leave, I will not look for you. But if a young one did not come, I will ask him. A young one, I will look for. Why don't I look for the ones who are mature? Huh? Why should I? Have you not read it that those who teach with joy with stricter measure? The one who is mature, you can't say to me that the devil made me not to. That's a lie against the devil. The brethren accusing the devil. Accuser of the devil. Brethren. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Somebody has said that to me before. I first, but when you didn't see me, you didn't ask of me. I said, why should I ask of you? The one who ordained you and appointed you into office, you will report to him. I, I have done my teaching, educate you, mature you, then I lay hands on you. And my job is finished. The rest is for you. And so, you don't think I hate you. That's why you came and I accepted you. I received, I'm talking to you, isn't it? I'm talking with you. But to come and ask me, to accuse me that when you didn't, I didn't see you in church, I didn't ask of you. I said to him that you don't know how many human beings I'm thinking of in my head. I'm thinking of better things than you. I said, you don't, I th- I don't, you, don't see, you don't know how old I am now. I'm going away. I'm going away. So my thought is, the ones that I'm raising, these children I gave back to, I named them, they are now grown up. At least they have success in education. They should have success in the spiritual. Exactly, perfectly, 100% apostle, all of them, before I pass away. I said, that is enough for me to think they are night down, to think about you. You didn't come, I didn't know you. I didn't know whether, and it's a fact. I just didn't know that they didn't come. 
I didn't. You know what people think about is very funny. I don't think about all these physical things. I don't have business. Every day is my work for eternity. I'm here just for a season, and my season will soon be over. Am I talking to you? That's why you won't get me into argument with anybody. I don't have time for arguments. If, you say, if I say yes, you say no, I just stop and I go. Yeah. If you say why, you go, it's no. Uh-uh. It's no. Time will teach you the lesson. I don't have to waste my time with you trying to convince you about God. You who have become a leader and taught other people about God. Or if you have been under my teaching for some years, so what am I teaching you for? No, I won't I won't waste my time wasting that. There are people perishing all over the world. You see war in Nigeria. Niger State is almost in flame now. You see Sudan, they are killing people. You see you see Libya over the night what happened. You see you see uh, Ukraine what is happening to the people. I mean, the voice of God is saying, who shall go for or who shall I send? I have that enough to, to bug my brain than to be thinking of somebody came to church, didn't come to church. Once you step your foot in the church, you will decide to go, it's your will. I can't change that will. And you can't blame me for it. And I cannot blame you for not coming. Isn't it? As a song that says, As we gather, let your glory Choir sing, <laughs> as you gather me your, your name, knowing well that as our hearts begin to worship, we'll be blessed, we'll be blessed because we care, we'll be blessed because we care. So he who didn't come, he's just not blessed. He just doesn't want that blessing. So what's my business? In? Excuse me. Teaching I'm talking about. I told you Christ with Tabernacle that no matter how many number, I've said this for more than 30 years in my church. If the church gang together and say we don't want you anymore, I will pack my Bible, I will go to the next shop and start CFT. We will see where we bankrupt. Jesus told me where the dead bodies, the carcass go. He said, don't, I sent you. It's not your headache. No man will give you a headache in this life. He said, anywhere you go, I go. So what's my problem? That they don't want me anywhere. Oh, it's me. It's me God used to build all these things. It's good. What about if Jesus says that where you build this place to is enough? Go to Sahara Desert. I will tell Jesus. <laughs> I will tell Jesus that I don't know the way to Sahara. He will tell me go and look at the map. Are you not from Africa? <laughs> he said, I will send my angels. They will take you there. I think there was a man who did that to, to Jesus. <laughs> he found himself in the belly of fish. I don't want to be swallowed by whale. <laughs> I want to take aeroplane if possible, not by force. Because God has a lot of means that he can carry you by force. The other one, he, he baptized somebody and then he just disappeared and found himself. He now thought, I don't want to be like that. You know, contrary to God's will, I mean. <laughs> Excuse me. You, 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 you folks, as you are growing up, you know Apostle better. So you can understand the reason for my, some behavior, you know. And I've asked the Lord, he will do it for me. You will all reach where I have reached. And you will go beyond in Jesus' name. You will tread on the street of tread. And you will go beyond in Jesus' name. It is the wisdom of heaven by the spirit, the eternal spirit of God. So that's why I don't have any problem. 
except the one I apply for. <laughs> and I will not. I will not apply. I will not, I will not apply. So let's complete these scriptures and then we'll pray. It says, if you, anyone loves me, he will be my teaching. So you obey the command, you obey the teaching. Command, know why. Just do it. Teaching, then you can reason with God. My father will love him. Can you imagine? If you obey the teaching, the father. The first time he said, my father. The second time he said, my father. This Jesus. <laughs> my father will love him. And we will come to him. And make our home with him. The first one, he shows himself to you because you obey command. But now you obey the teaching, then your house will become their, uh, you know, they come in sometimes to have a lunch with you. Uh, it's a knock, 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 knock. Who is that? Who is the father and the son? Oh, sir, you're welcome. Welcome to make a home with you. Do you have a spare room there? Oh, yes. It's called my prayer room. <laughs> and they come and say, okay. We have a home with you. I know when the Lord makes a home with you. If anything comes into your door, you don't like it, just go and call him in his room. He will deal with it. You will have such a confidence that normal human beings don't have. Because what? It's not only that the Lord shows himself. He is with you. He is living in your house. My gates are always open. You know, for since I moved to the house, the... The gates even cannot be locked. The gate is there. Somebody came and, and drove and broke one of my gates. It's the last thing I think of. Because I can't tell him to fix the gates. He doesn't have money. He's a tree surgeon. Caught in tree and broke gate. I said, just go, just go, just go. <laughs> when I look at gates, I will fix your gate someday. <laughs> I will just drive past it. <laughs> my gate is open. I, I traveled some time ago, and I left my door open, and I went to Nigeria. And when I came, I saw my, the postman. He would open the door and drop my letter, because he saw the door open. He would drop the letter. And there are piles of letter with the door a bit ajar. And I came in. No thief came there. Some of the people are saying that um, there's some, some, what do you call them, some, some gypsies. Uh, stolen, broken their, 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 their store here, broken their store there. Did we see them? I don't see gypsies. <laughs> I see angels. <laughs> I see angels. <laughs> My house, they don't come. I, if there were anyone who comes there, whatever he says, whatever he means, so you have already. Excuse me. Oh la la. It's not that I can't fix my gate, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's, just, it's just not part of my headache. <laughs> really, I've been thinking that, you know, I built a new gate. When I built a new gate, I now talk to myself that people who want to come in, how will they come in? If I get them out, when somebody is bringing good things, <laughs> I won't get it. Leave the gate, Joe. <laughs> Leave the gate. So... Jesus will make, and the Father will make home with us. He will be so with all of you. And say, he who does not love me will not obey my teaching. You will not fall into that category. These words you hear. Let's read that, that verse 24. He who does not love me, 
So did you see the reason why it is? Jesus has been saying that you love me. Father loves you first. Because the Father, the words is from the Father. He's just, Jesus was the loudspeaker. The Father was the one speaking in him. Am I talking to you? But when some people argue with you about whether is this scripture right, just leave them alone. Don't reply because you may get yourself, you land yourself into trouble with the Father. Common sense may not be common. I think I may qualify that. That common sense may not be common in the city of insanity. Can you get what I'm saying? When you enter a city and they call, they call the city gate madness. You are entering into a city called insanity. You know, everybody in the city just do what he likes. That means it's insanity. Hmm? Just do what you like. So, if you go there and jingle the bell, hello, where is common sense? They will say it does not reside here. <laughs> we are all insane. <laughs> So be careful. Be care. Command, you don't ask why. But teaching is to reason with you. And you cannot question teaching, but you can reason with teaching and just obey it. And Jesus says that, He who does not obey my teaching, the words, these words you hear from me are not my own, but they belong to the Father who sent me. Look at the last scriptures. 15th chapter of John. John 15, 9 to 10. Then we pray. It says, As the Father has loved me, come on now, so shall we read that together? Uh-huh. Somebody say amen. Stand up on your feet. We are going to pray. Can you see how love of Jesus is the center of everything? Am I talking to you? Because from tomorrow we are going to be talking about operating the power. What you need to operate the power. But this is what you need to enter into the gate of the power. Jesus says, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of my Father. But those who do, they will uh, complete it for me. The will of my Father, yes, in heaven. We're going to just first thank God for loving us. Lift up your voice and thank God for loving me. What love can a man have for his friend than to live his life? What greater love than to give his life? Tell the Lord, thank you, 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 Lord, for loving me. Thank the Father for loving you. Thank the Son for loving you. Thank the Holy Spirit for loving you. Now begin to tell the Lord. Help me, O God, to obey your commands. Help me to obey all your commands. Help me, Jesus, to obey all your commands. Help me, Lord Jesus, to obey all your commands. All the things you command me. Help 
me to obey them. Help me to love your command. Help me to appreciate your command. Help me to submit to your command. Begin to say, I command my soul to submit to the command of heaven. I command my spirit to submit to the decrees of God. Help me, Lord Jesus, to obey your command. Help me to carry out all your command. The command of God is not burdensome. It is easy. It is easy. Help me, Lord. I want to obey you, Lord Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help my soul. Help my heart. To obey you, Lord. 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 Help me, O God. Help me, O God. I want to obey your command. I want to obey your command. Help my soul. Help my heart. Help my life, Lord. Help me to obey you, Lord. My body to obey God. My senses to obey God. Begin to pray like that. Let my life obey God. Oh, Lord. This is the key to enter into the realm of His power. It is the key to enter into the gates of His power. I burn my soul to obey God. I burn my spirit to obey God. I burn my body to obey God. My mind will, will obey God. I bind you to obey God. Help me, Holy Spirit of God. Yes, Lord. Begin to tell the Lord, help me to love your teaching. Help me to love your teaching. In the teachings of Jesus is wisdom eternal. In the teachings of Jesus is knowledge transcendent. Help me, Lord Jesus, to love your teaching. Help me to love your teaching. Help me to love. Pray with your heart that God, Jesus, help me to love your teachings. Help me to walk in your ways. Oh, Lord. I want to love your teaching. I want to love your teaching. I want to love your teaching. Oh Lord, protect me from the devil. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. Tell the Lord to help you to obey His teaching. Help me to obey your teaching. We repent before you, Lord Jesus. We repent before you, Lord Jesus. Help us, spirit, soul, and body, to obey you. Our heart will obey you. Our mind will obey you. Our body will obey you. We will not look into what you don't want us to look into. We will not watch what you don't want us to watch. We will not think what you don't want us to think. Lord, let us ask God the Holy Spirit. Send your fire into my brain. Send your fire into my heart. Send your fire into my mind. Send your fire into my body. Everything Satan has planted in me. Let them be consumed with fire. Let them be consumed with fire. Consume them, Holy Ghost. Consume them, Holy Ghost. Let your fire purify me. Purify my heart. Purify my mind. Purify my body. Purify me, Lord. Purify me, Lord. Purify by your fire, Lord Jesus. 
I die. Let there be publication. Set my soul free. Set my soul free. Bishop, help me to do your will. Jesus says, if you obey my command, I will show myself or reveal myself to you. And Jesus said, if you obey my teachings, my father and I will make our home. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. You are my strength, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Riso brinda sobre que brondo saladia. Nasce que ela não do celeria ramoco boca baga. Eu rasle so que le malombre e escrevo de bralei na mas lá que do que lá que rangar 